Welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahomans, Oklahoma State Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. As always, the Cowboy Chronicles Podcast is brought to you by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for hand-breaded chicken, fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. Jacob, we uh, we got to speak to Mike Gundy on Monday. It was uh, 25 minutes of... Um, I don't know. Not a lot. Uh, it was vague. It was, it was vague. He was not in a great mood. No. It didn't seem. Um, you thought you would think after months of not talking that maybe he had some things to say. Yeah, you would think, but um, no, he no. Was, it was it was disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought he'd have some fun with this and uh, yeah. and you know take take the opportunity to be a little bit reflective maybe mm-hmm. um you know we we had seen some of the things he had done with the espn show and mm-hmm. uh um kind of thought there might be a little bit of that but uh but you know maybe and maybe he's maybe he's not a fan of zoom calls i don't know it's hard to, it's <laughs> hard to get excited about zoom calls sometimes. it is it is but i don't i think he would have acted that way if we had been sitting in front of him he might in might, boone picking stadium might have yesterday. been might have been um um, but we'll get into we'll get into that. We'll get into some of the things that he uh, touched on a little bit, but didn't get in depth with um, that uh, our actual football stuff. That was that was the thing that that really surprised me was that he had opportunities to talk about football, mm-hmm. and he didn't really go in depth and with football. This stuff. was after he said he didn't want to talk anything but football, <laughs> yeah. and then he didn't jump on the opportunity to talk about football. When, yeah. when we gave him football questions, yeah, that was uh, that was a little bit surprising that he didn't uh, take some time to to dig into what was going on with uh, with with some of the stuff on the offensive line or uh, um, you know different uh, different areas of uh, of concern for this team right now. So we'll uh, we'll talk about some of those things though later and uh, and get into that. But um, overall, I think the uh, the thing that surprised me, and I wrote about this in uh, in the paper and and online, the the phrasing is weird uh, because he said seventy five percent of the team was taking nine to twelve hours or twelve to fifteen hours on all online. Could so we have just said nine to fifteen hours. It there it was uh, it was it was it was really weird to try to. Yeah. Explain, and it was really weird to try to fit into a headline. Real quick, just dawned on me on this. Literally, just dawned on me. Isn't twelve hours full time? Yes. So if you're taking less than that, well, he was saying that they would take nine hours out of their twelve, or twelve out of their fifteen if they were taking fifteen hours. So okay. um, So yeah, it was uh, uh, it was it was hard to fit it into a headline or or a tweet. That you could uh, yeah. get, get out there that made it make sense uh, for what uh, what you were trying to say, but um, and I and I don't know what the status is across the board for students, but that seems like a lot of online mm-hmm. opportunities, more than I would have expected, considering that they've got students back on campus. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like it would kind of lead to a little bit of sitting around. Yeah, a little little yeah. more downtime than you may want for a college student too, right? Um, I think either way you could find the positives and negatives of that. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, but I think it's the right move if you're an athlete, especially, um, when we see videos of, 
of some of the partying going on in Stillwater over the weekend, you know, uh, that were, that were very disturbing. And Trey Sterling, I think said it best when he was like, yeah, I'm not going to class on Monday. I'm (laughs) good, you know? And, and you couldn't blame him. I mean, it was just, I mean, you know, if you're an athlete, especially right now, um, I could see why they're getting frustrated when everyone says they want football, they want basketball, they want baseball, whatever the sport is, they want them to play, but then they're not doing their part to help. I could see right. why they're frustrated. So I'd take online classes. Yeah. I'd be all over it. Oh, absolutely. I'd probably take them without all this too, to be honest. But you know, I'd Yeah. You know, I especially uh, would in this scenario. I uh I obviously I finished college in the, the late nineties, um and early two thousands and uh online classes were just starting to be a thing. If there had been more online classes available, I'd have been all over that. Yeah, I was in college from 04 to 08, and they were starting. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't huge. Right. Intercession classes were bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those were the best. That was the way to go. Yeah. I took my uh, media law and ethics on intercession. Wow. It was, it was beautiful. <laughs> Man, if they, if, I can't can't believe that one was even pretty offered sure in intercession. I'm pretty sure, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not <laughs> not debating that whether it was offered or not. I'm just, uh, I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> that was, it was, uh, it was nice. <laughs> That's big time. Um, the other, uh, you mentioned those those videos that have that have come out. Um. That's it was really I mean it, it, that stuff has gone somewhat viral and it reached I think NBC Nightly News was was publishing some of the it was you know running some of the videos in their in their newscast and it's a um, it's a scary thing for the future of of college football because we're sitting mm-hmm. here in such a, a, a tumultuous time anyway I mean. If people want to want to you know have a, a good idea of where we stand on this, they can go back and listen to our previous podcast where we basically said we weren't going to make it to this podcast yeah. before football season was canceled. Yeah. So, um, so we're just happy to be still podcasting about football at this point. Yeah, and happy you're you're listening if you're out there. Yeah. Um, also, it's when you when you see this too, and then you think Tulsa shut down practice yesterday right. too. Yeah. You know, like we're. We're not in the clear by any means just because Big 12 says they're planning to play. Right, exactly. You know, um, I think OU, I thought Edward Joe Cassiglione was alluding to that the other day too and mm-hmm. stuff I was reading that, that you know, that there's no guarantee still there is a season. And so I think people can't let their guard down if they want college right. football. Right, yeah, exactly. You've still got to be cautious and uh, and do your part to uh, to help out. So uh, for those of you that are in position to, to do that, so – and that's and that's mostly students at this point, um, but yeah, Tulsa paused practice. Uh, they had eight positive tests and eight other people who were directly exposed uh, to those people. So, sixteen guys in uh, in quarantine. So that's a uh, that's a tough situation to be in for uh, for a program like that. And now and now having to take some time off here with less than a month until uh, until the season opener so that's uh that's really kind of a uh, a tough spot for philip montgomery and, and that team to be in so we'll see when they're able to get back on the field and and uh and get and get back to work up in tulsa um anything else on uh on the on the topic of 
coronavirus, COVID nineteen that uh, that stuck out to you yesterday? Before we move on to other other football um, related things, no, um, there wasn't a lot that came out of that Gundy interview yesterday yeah. about this. That he wouldn't talk about it. He w- he wouldn't talk about his contract. He wouldn't right. talk about anything over the summer with Chuba and the players. Essentially, he did, but he would. It, it wasn't really talking about it either. It was. It was, it, aside. it was uh it was prepared responses yes. it felt like because yes. he he um he offered them up a couple of times and uh um you know that was that was the the area i thought we would see him take a uh take a step forward and and show that mm-hmm. that that he really is taking this seriously and in, in the way that he's dealing with the players and you know, he says he's met with them all and uh, and done those things, um, but he he didn't uh, didn't really get into a, a lot of depth or a lot of uh, detail as far as as what he's really doing to uh, to be different and to, to handle the program in a different way. So I think uh, I think that's enough of that. We'll yeah. uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get into the football stuff right after this on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's. We're back on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zaxby's. Moving on to football stuff. Uh, a couple of things that um, that did come up during our conversation with Mike Gundy on on Monday. Um, the offensive line was a uh, was a popular topic. Had that question asked twice, actually. Yeah, was pretty much the weird. same question too. Yeah, it really was. Um, when he said he's repeating himself to me. I thought my question's different, but <laughs> right. it wasn't about the offensive line that I asked either. So yeah, um, the. Um, uh, not really the running back situation, though we can talk about running backs. But Dominic Richardson was brought up. I thought mm-hmm. uh, he had some good things to say there. Spencer Sanders, Tim Rattay, and their relationship and uh, what they're doing. So um, there were some uh, some some tiny bright spots of football that popped yeah. through, that poked through the conversation. He was really high on the defense. Very high on the defense. Really excited about what they've got going on over there. Um we didn't get a chance. We uh, we were limited to, to twenty five minutes. Otherwise, um, I would have liked to have seen what he had to say about Calvin Bundage, who was the yes. He was Jim Knowles' defender of the day. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really interesting week, the other so. day. Um, I still want to know what he had said about Colin Clay. If Colin Clay's got eligibility right, yet, right? Yeah, um, we haven't got to ask about that yet. So you know, there was a couple things like that. Um, yeah, maybe Colby Colby Harvell Peel, who you know missed the last the bowl game with an injury, kind right. of. Exactly. What he's seen from him. How's, and, how's his? Uh, um, even Tylen. We need to ask him about Tylen. Right. Right. And how Tylen's yeah. looked. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah. there was a lot of stuff we didn't get to get to. It's primarily because we ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, the defense, though, I think is uh, is it was it was interesting to say. You know, you read some some of the reports that are out there, um, particularly from Robert Allen. Who uh, who has a little bit more access than uh, than the rest of us being on the radio crew? Um, the defense has really it it sounds like been uh, been showing itself throughout uh, throughout camp. And um, I was going through I keep a I keep a running list of of scholarships and, by position. And I was going through and updating it uh, the other day. 
They've only got two seniors on the uh, on the defensive line, and one of those is Amadou Fofana, who is really kind of a third string guy, yeah. a specialty uh, type of guy who's you know going to give you fifteen twenty snaps a game. I mean, obviously linebacker is is full of seniors, and I, I do want to talk about Calvin uh, a little bit here in a minute, but um, uh, but you look at that at that defensive front. None of their defensive ends are seniors. Those guys are all back. Um, regardless of what happens with uh, with Colin Clay, uh, whether he plays this year or not, he's 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 a sophomore right now. And will be a sophomore next year if he doesn't play this year. So, um, it's there's still a lot to be excited about with this uh, with mm-hmm. this group going forward beyond this year, even um, because they've got they've got so much youth. Now there could be a couple of guys that uh, that disappear into the NFL draft if uh, if they have really good years this year. Um, sounds like uh, Trace Force not one of those guys, so no. that's a bad uh, that's a uh, bad segue. But it sounds like but, we might just get two more seasons of Trace Ford yeah, the way people sounds, are talking. Sounds like he is uh, performing at a really high level in uh, in preseason camp right now. So apparently he got he got bigger, right? Which is scary because he was massive last year. Yeah, he was from what he was in high school. Yeah, he had uh, he had really um, really grown up quite a bit and and developed quite a bit physically and apparently he's bigger faster and stronger was uh was i think the phrasing that i uh that i read in uh, in someone describing him so um that's uh that's intriguing bondage being healthy is a uh, is a really uh, a really big deal for these guys because you think about what he can do coming off of the edge in a in a pass rush situation with him on one side, Trace Ford on the other, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think uh, I think you're going to see a lot more, uh, a lot more use of of multiple linebackers more than just the two mm-hmm. from Jim Knowles this year. Um, but Bundage adds just a completely different layer if he's if he's healthy. Yeah, he's that um, he's that spark. Yeah, absolutely. That. Uh, I mean, they had sparks last year. I think Trace was kind of that guy mm-hmm. a lot of times last year, especially late in the season. But I think Calvin brings this edge and this spark that that a defense wants and needs. Yeah, and absolutely. If he can go, even if it's he can go for twenty five plays, right? That's huge. I yeah. think for them. Um, I still would like to see if it can hold if he can hold up because you just don't know with back injuries. Right, exactly. Um, That's always scary. You know, but there's so much to building that in that linebacker group that anything you get out of him is such a big bonus. Oh, absolutely. That um that I think it was encouraging though to see that he was defender of the day. Right. Um, yeah. When I saw that I was like, Wow, okay, he's he must be a full go or he's mm-hmm. getting there enough that he can do this. Right. And so exactly. Um, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, and like you mentioned, he and Trace Ford coming off the edge sounds scary yeah. to opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, um, it does. And I'm interested to see what they kind of do with that. And then you have Malcolm Raymond. You could put them both on the field at that same time too. And yeah. You've got sure tacklers up the middle. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Especially with with what Malcolm can do, I mean, being a former safety, and uh, and being able to drop into coverage mm-hmm. when uh, when needed. I mean, we saw we saw that he can handle that just fine. You know, the Iowa State game being the uh, mm-hmm. the, the prime example when he he slipped out of there and uh, dropped into coverage and came away with that pick six that essentially won the game. Um, 
you know, you you add that versatility where you've got a linebacker that can cover, a linebacker that can rush, and uh, and a guy, another guy in Amon that can that can kind of hold down the middle. Um, your your versatility then mm-hmm. is just is just through the roof, and uh, guys don't know where a blitz could be coming from. They don't know where a uh, uh, an extra rusher could be coming from. Don't know where uh, an extra coverage guy could be mm-hmm. uh, could be disappearing to. So uh, that versatility becomes so so vital in uh, in what you're doing. And, uh, and then when you add in the the reliability of the guys on the back end, it just uh, it takes it to a completely different level. And uh, you know we've seen the ability of guys like Trey Sterling or Colby Harvell Peel to be able to blitz and and come up and uh, and cover. Um, and, and those guys are, uh, are, are, are so talented and, and, and also so versatile that, uh, that Jim Knowles just has to love the, uh, the group that he's, that he's working with right now. One thing I, w- uh, another guy that I would have liked to have asked Gundy about was Christian Holmes. Yeah. Um, sounds like he's playing pretty well in, uh, in preseason camp. That could be a really interesting development. If uh, if if Holmes turns out to be the 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 better guy at that cornerback mm-hmm. spot, then do you move Jarek Bernard Converse back over into that safety spot that he was playing at? Yeah. Or um, you know, then you've got a ton of things you can do, and you know, um, Holmes was a guy who's who's had had his moments throughout his career at Missouri, and. Um, that could uh, that could open some doors. Without him, they were really talented and deep secondary. And if he comes in and, and continues to play the way that it sounds like he's been playing, there's a ton of reason for excitement back there. Yeah, um, you mentioned the versatility of Jarek Bernard Converse going to back to his old position, or you put him in slot coverage exclusively. Right, you do it. You could do so many things there um, yeah. that. This defense just got better, just got richer, and, and it's right. already a really good defense coming back yeah. in experience. And it's it's like the rich get richer, I guess, is what you right. kind of look at in this defense. Yeah. You wouldn't normally say that about an Oklahoma State defense, right? right? That's right. Uh, exactly. But when you when you read these things about Christian Holmes, it's it's it seems like you found they found a maybe a hidden gem. Yeah, that they look at. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, obviously things weren't going the way he wanted at Missouri and a uh, fresh start sometimes for these guys, mm-hmm. especially when they know it's their, it's their last chance their it's their last go round, um, you know, can really spark a guy. So, um, move over to the offensive side really quickly before we take another break. Um, probably the most football talk we got out of Gundy on, on Monday was talking about Tim Rattay and, and Spencer Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like Gundy is really pleased with what Tim Rattay brings to the table. Yeah, um, you know it, it's it's such an encouraging sign when you get a quarterback coach that mm-hmm. is bonding like with Spencer, like he is. Yeah, um, not that Gleason didn't have that with Spencer, but it sounds like that they're maybe ahead of where they were with Gleason with Spencer now. Yeah, um, it feels that way, and. Um, I think that's only good when you got a guy like Rattay who's played in the NFL, who's coached in the NFL, um, to help a quarterback like Spencer, who's already got a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. build that confidence even more. Yeah. And Rattay, 
I think I, I get I get the feeling maybe that his personality lines up better with with mm-hmm. Spencer's personality, uh, and that's not a knock on on Gleason's personality. Um, in fact, I think he was probably pretty close, a little bit closer maybe to uh, to Mike Yursich. Um but. And and you're just the guy who recruited Sanders is what my point there, but being but um, but something about Retay, whether it's you know he's 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 older than uh, than than Gleason was, but he's still a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's still not that far removed from uh, from the NFL. I mean, it's been ten years, but that feels like not that long ago. Yeah, I I, I had him on my fantasy team one time, so he can't, <laughs> he can't be he can't be that old. Was that done on pen and paper or Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't even remember what uh, might have been before Yahoo was uh, was really popular at that point. Um, but uh but still his personality seems to really uh really blend well with these guys right now and in particular Sanders. So um I thought that was uh that was good. Um touch on uh the running backs really quickly before we take a break and uh I wrote about what Gundy had to say about Dominic Richardson using Dom way more than I have, but uh this is a guy Six foot two hundred five is what they listed him at uh, um, when he uh, when he arrived. Um, I mean, this guy's getting he's getting in some action. Yeah, he's buried on the depth chart behind mm-hmm. guys that are older, but he's somebody. Okay, they weren't talking about Don, uh, DeAndre Glass this way last year. Right. Is now I wasn't here for I'm preseason going. last year. Right. We're talking about DeAndre, so I wasn't. Yeah, but they weren't talking about him coming in and, and making plays this early on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, that Richardson is doing that, I think, is a uh, a promising sign for the future. Mm-hmm. That uh, that this is a guy you can take your time with, redshirt him, uh, get him in peak physical condition, and have him ready to go and be competing for a starting job. I think is the way it feels right now, a year from now. Yeah. I've, I've kind of said it all along really without any kind of knowledge from Gundy or how Gundy thinks or anything. But to me, he seems like a guy lined up to be able to in, in that, to have a huge role next season. Once Chuba leaves, um, he's the same build as Chuba. He's incredibly fast and strong. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, when you start him talking about these plays, I think this was this was why TCU originally wanted him. Oh yeah, as their main guy in that class, they just happened to have they got the ability to get a five star guy in May. Right. Yeah. And at that point, they were having some some issues with getting eligibility and stuff for for Richardson, and um, you know, there were some things going on. I wrote about all about it, but um, you know, if you get a five star. I mean, Richardson's a three star. Yeah, I would say borderline four star from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it just changed everything there that he wasn't going to be the main guy anymore. Yeah, and you know, but there was a reason why he was going to be the main guy originally, and I think OSU was taking advantage of that mm-hmm. um, to where maybe they can get him in some late season games probably this year yeah. if they need to um, and get the opportunity and and really still save his red shirt and have an ability to bring him in next year. And he's got Des Jackson back, obviously, and um, 
guys that he's got to compete with, but man, you got to like where he sits. No, oh, yeah. you lose Chuba and LD Brown ahead of him on the depth chart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, good stuff from uh, from Gundy on that. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the Cowboy Chronicles, presented by Zach. Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. All right, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday before we've had a chance to talk to Casey Dunn uh, and uh, a couple of offensive players uh, this evening after practice. Jim Knowles and a couple of defensive players will speak on Wednesday mm-hmm. after practice. Um, what uh, What are you looking forward to uh, to hearing from Casey Dunn? Now he's one guy that we've actually already spoken to this season, right? Um, but uh, what are you looking forward to to, to hearing from him on uh, on Tuesday evening? I'm kind of curious. We haven't talked too much about the offensive line, kind of right. just how that's lining up now mm-hmm. with with the loss of uh, Eli Russ or not Eli Russ, sorry, um, uh, Jacob right. Farrell. Yeah, Jake, yeah and, both and down Bray. there in South Oklahoma. Sorry, right. uh, Jacob Farrell and um, and Bryce, Bryce Bray, Bray um, who was a starter ten games last year. Um, that's really I'm, I'm kind of curious how that's working out. Um, I'd be interested to know more about the running backs. Somebody's talked about him mm-hmm. too, but kind of how how maybe they're using Chuba and yep. preserving him and um things like that. And then um kind of, you know, he talked a lot about D. Anderson last week or right. two weeks ago, but I'm still a little interested to see to learn more about him. Yeah. Kind of how that uh, how that position battle is yeah. uh, is is playing out a little bit. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right there with you on that. Um, backup quarterback, maybe too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, kind of how that's shaping up. People want to know who's going to be the backup. That's going to be an interesting battle as well. Uh, mostly because you have a, one guy who could redshirt and and be your backup, and mm-hmm. in Shane Illingworth. So that's a uh, an interesting dynamic to to all of that. So. Um, I'm with you. The offensive line, I'm I'm really curious about. Um, Cole Birmingham's name has popped up some, and I don't know where uh, where all of this. Uh, okay, I'll just get, I'll just say what I'm trying to say. The the guy was listed at six five when he arrived as a freshman last year. He's listed at six eight right now. Did he had a growth spurt. I I'm I'm very curious to know. Yeah, because. This is not only a guy that's that's competing well for a job, but uh, to hit a, that kind of a growth spurt this late in—I uh, mean, I mean, I don't know how old he was. He might have been seventeen when he when he arrived. Yeah, uh, you know. But even then, to grow three inches when you're already that big, yeah, at at this point in your life is uh, is is pretty impressive, uh, pretty unique and rare so and that's noticeable it's not like he grew like a half inch or an inch. right like exactly three inches is noticeable yeah that's that's big and um you know and it sounds like he uh he managed himself well he went from 295 to 308 so he didn't uh that's pretty good he, he didn't just balloon while uh while growing so much so um, i would have ballooned oh absolutely I'm ballooning during this right now. Oh uh, yeah, during, during this pandemic. Yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah, uh, the, the the quarantine fifteen. Uh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm going for a double. Uh, but um, but yeah. So I'm curious about that guy. Uh, he could be a guy at right guard that uh, that mm-hmm. gets in the mix. Hunter Woodard, uh, another one that's uh, that's playing well. Hunter Anthony, I think might have uh, might have. Uh, 
I don't want to go as far as to say I would lock him in at, at right tackle, but he's got the front. I yeah. think he's got the edge a little yeah, bit right now. I think, I think um, he has his the experience edge right there. last year and mm-hmm. I mean, his size too. I mean, that's a yeah, that's a big kid. That is a big um, dude. Right I've there. covered him. I would say a Tuttle. And yeah. He's just always been such a huge kid. <laughs> uh, was. I mean, you know, uh, and so to see him, he got that experience last year. Kind of had some growing pains with that. Yeah, um, but yeah. now. No, and I don't think chance. I don't think guard was a good position for him. No, no. I think he needs to be a tackle. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's played tackle pretty much his whole life. Yeah, and you throw him at guard, and he just wasn't there. Yeah, um, there are guys that can that can do make that move, and there are guys that 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 struggle with it. And mm-hmm. I think he struggled a little bit with it, especially mm-hmm. um, getting thrown there a little bit unexpectedly um, when they had some injuries. So. I think that uh, I think that tackle is a, a much better fit for him, and uh, I I think there's a really good chance that he's the starting right tackle when the season opens. Um, what about Knowles on uh, on Wednesday? A lot of a uh, lot of stuff that we already bundage. talked about. Yeah, yeah a lot bundage. of a lot of stuff we talked about with bundage and um, Christian Holmes. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe how he utilizes all his weapons. I'm interested right. to see how he. You know, if he's willing to talk about some of the plans they have to mix up personnel and right and things like that, just to kind of see um, what they're doing, what, they're, what kind of right special ideas they have going there. Yeah, I I get a little bit of a mad scientist vibe from uh, from yes. Jim Knowles. Yes, and I think that it uh, wears on people sometimes. Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. there's a little bit of that of he can he's got this. He see he sees a whiteboard with X's and O's on it mm-hmm. differently than most, and he yeah. puts people in different places that doesn't make a lot of sense to people, but right. that works. Yeah, yeah. I saw a, an online breakdown of of Trace Ford, and they were they were mind blown at how many different mm-hmm. positions he would line up in. And um, if you had watched Jordan Brailford the year before. It was it was no surprise at all because yeah. that's exactly what uh, it what got to the point sometimes last year. Trace, that I was just watching where Trace was right on plays. Yeah. I was like, okay, where's Trace? Because yeah. I just want to see what he was doing because he's yeah. always doing something different. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's wild how he'll how he'll use guys and uh, and move people around and and do different things. So, um, very interesting stuff. Uh, I tell you what, let's wrap it up with this. We haven't talked about the uh, the ESPN Plus documentary, Our Time, Oklahoma State Football. Um, I, I, I felt like the, uh, the opener was just gave you a little bit of a just little a, bit of a, just taste. a taste, just a little tease yeah. there, a yeah. little, you know, just, uh, you know, this is what we're going to get started here kind of, you know, all the, during all the coronavirus testing, mm-hmm. um, you know, we knew Amen had tested positive, but to kind of see behind the scenes with him a little bit, right. um, you know, I thought it was interesting to have video of him saying he wasn't worried about it at all. And then he tests positive. Yeah. Um, I, de- I had never seen, I don't know that he posts those anywhere. The videos of him giving the daily updates, right. The selfie and looked like he was just miserable. Right. Yeah. Um, Sweating. And yeah, like that just, uh, I hadn't seen those. I thought that was interesting. And I thought it was interesting seeing the guy, you know, uh, Bo who's, who's filming this, right. Uh, have to quarantine. I right. had no idea, yeah. and to kind of get a behind the scenes look there, I thought that was that was fascinating. I'm ready to get into kind of what happened with Gundy and Chuba and stuff. I think that's coming. Yeah, um, I think there's a special appearance by our podcast host here coming soon too. I I, I think it'll be on at, at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know when uh, my appearance comes, but uh, 
uh, rumor is rumor is the next episode. Yeah, that's the rumor. I we haven't seen a trailer or anything. Right. So. No, I haven't seen anything for for this next episode. So we'll see. But I did uh, I did do an interview for uh, for that uh, that production, and we'll see uh, we'll see yeah. when it arrives. So uh, I'm looking forward to it because I'm always uh, curious. And for this one, I was I was nervous because it was me. But just in general, I'm always yeah. curious how things like this, yeah. you know, knowing, you know, because we we deal with taking quotes from players mm-hmm. and working them into stories and and trying to portray it. We're not usually accurately. the one giving the quotes, right? Exactly. It's different, yeah. Giving the quotes is a little bit different. So I'm curious to see what uh, what gets in and um, how it's used, and uh, you know, I hope that it. Uh, that it feels genuine the way that yeah. uh, the the way that I meant it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious. The more behind the curtain, when I did that story on Landon Wolf this summer, mm-hmm. ESPN had asked if they could record the interview. Right. Even though it was over the phone, mm-hmm. they wanted to be around Landon and record it and stuff. So I'm kind of curious if that ever, yeah, gets used or how that gets used. I'm kind of right. nervous about that because asking <laughs> questions, <laughs> right. listening yourself ask questions is one of the worst parts of this job it when you go back on is. audio and stuff. Absolutely. So I'm really kind of nervous about that. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. But yeah, that I thought that was fascinating. So we talked about that whenever it initially happened that they were wanting to. Uh, I guess they basically just had landed on speakerphone so that they could hear I, your question. I would assume so. Yeah. So uh, so yeah so that'll be interesting. Looking forward to that. Uh, Thursday that drops in there, right? Yes, it's dropping every Thursday. Yes. So looking forward to uh, to what I want a little bit more than seventeen minutes too. I'm not gonna lie. It could have it could have gone thirty yeah. and I would and I would have yeah. been okay with you could it. Put an hour probably open. and I think I would have watched probably it. But could. we also cover the team in an hour, right? And so we, yeah, exactly. you know we're interested. But yeah, but yeah, they could have they could have gone for uh, a good twenty five thirty in the uh, in the opener and been fine. So we'll see we'll see what they do with episode two. So looking forward to that. Um, you know, getting to know, but uh, I shouldn't say getting to know, getting to meet Bo Mattingly, mm-hmm. who is producing it, and the guys he's got working with him. Um, they uh, they seem like uh, they seem like good dudes, and uh, they're working really hard on this. So yeah. I'm really curious to see what the uh, the finished product is from from week to week. I think they're doing really good work. All right, um, my my favorite final question the uh, the most important thing I forgot. Did, did, did we miss anything? I don't think so. I, I think, think we think we did everything, everything pretty well. Um, yeah. So uh, with that, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up for Jacob Unruh. I'm Scott Wright. And this has been the Cowboy Chronicles presented by Zaxby's. Satisfy your craving for ham-breaded chicken and fresh-made salads. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast.